Hello and welcome to today's podcast. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. I'm a Reiki master and a shamanic practitioner. I've been running my own healing practice since around 2007. My work is focused on core wound healing, life purpose, sacred union work, and intuitive readings and coaching. That's sacredspacehealing.org. So today's podcast is looking at the uh, the phenomena or phenomenon of synchronicity. A while back, I was with um, a healer and a teacher and a colleague, and they said to me, just in in passing, um, they relayed a story to me about synchronicity. And it was in the context of social media. So it was to say, you know, sometimes I'm on the internet and I'm thinking about something or I'm researching something and then I click on a link and it takes me to something that takes me to something else that takes me to something else and suddenly I've got the answer to the question that I was asking. And they were telling me, basically, that they felt that synchronicity, God, spirit, universe, was was working in mystical ways and guiding them towards resolutions, solutions, um, you know, workshops, books, things to read, things to eat, and, and so forth. And I remember a time in my journey when I had experiences like that. So, you know, I'd be doing some research on the internet, and then I'd suddenly um, see an ad for something, or someone would post something, and that would, uh, I would click on a link, and it would take me to one thing, and to another, and to another. And I made a lot of really interesting connections that way. I went to a lot of workshops like that, got involved with certain healers in that way, joined groups and so forth. Um, I probably made a lot of my buying decisions that way as well, you know, like the books that I bought or the crystals that I was interested in or the shops that I um, online shopped at and so forth. Now, we've moved forward in our understanding of social media and the internet hugely in the last few years and I think it's safe to say that we know that all of our information whether we're making a phone call we're searching we're doing a um, you know a word search on the internet on our phones iPads laptops um, computers all of our information is being tracked and it's being collated so somewhere on some server somewhere is every single is the information about every single website that we've ever visited, every single link that we've ever clicked on, every single purchase that we've ever made online, um, every single email conversation that we've ever had, every single conversation we've ever had, every single text um, conversation that we've had, every uh, WhatsApp conversation that we've had, is all recorded. Now, we use social media and we use the internet. Most of us use this with the knowledge that whatever link that we click on, whatever email we send, whatever private message or direct message we send to someone is all being recorded and that nothing is private any longer should we, use to, should we choose to use these, um, these very public domains to communicate within. Um, and that even our phones, you know, the phone conversations that we have are tracked I, I often hear people say to me, you know, I was on the phone and I was having a conversation with someone and then I put the phone down and 30 minutes later I'm on social media and I see an ad for the very thing that we were talking about. Now that's not synchronicity. 
that's being cyber-watched. That's tracking, that's the collating of information, that's Big Brother. You know, that's not synchronicity. So my question to you, to myself, to all of us out there that believe in the power of synchronicity as in it, it being the kind of guiding hand of God is how much synchronicity is there actually out there in our lives and how much of it is manipulation, programming, conditioning um, and the misuse of our private information. When I think of synchronicity, I don't anymore think of, you know, going on social media and suddenly seeing um, an ad for the for the thing that I was thinking about or you know, suddenly a name pops up and I was only researching that name three days ago. Like that to me isn't synchronicity. That just is evidence that my information is being tracked. When I think of synchronicity, it, for me, it is about what happens in nature. It's about those kind of um, beautiful moments that we get when we're out walking or we're out in nature and we hear something, you know, we, someone walks past us and we hear a conversation or, or we hear birdsong or we see something. Um, we see, uh, we, we see an animal or a bird or a formation in the sky or, um, we find something lying on the beach or, you know, we find something on our travels and it is, and it ends up being an answer to our question. That for me is synchronicity in shamanism you know, birds and animals have their own medicine and their own message. So synchronicity to me, from a shamanic perspective, is going out for a long walk and seeing a particular bird or um, seeing a particular animal and knowing that the, the sight of that bird and that animal is a message to me from spirit. That, to me, is synchronicity. Years and years ago, when I started my shamanic training and I, before I even officially ever started it I used to go for very long walks out in nature and I would ask questions of the land of my higher self and at some point in the walk an answer would come to me and it would come to me as a knowing or it would come to me as a sign as in I would overhear a conversation maybe that someone was having as I was walking past them on the street or in the park um but often it would be a certain bird that I would see or a certain animal that I would see um, or a certain formation that I would see of something. You know, maybe you see a heart-shaped stone on the floor or you see something else. That, to me, would be nature working in tandem with synchronicity, in inverted commas, to give me my message, to redirect me. So this is an invitation to challenge our perceptions of synchronicity in today's technological age. You know, how much synchronicity is there when you text your friend and you say, oh, I'm feeling really depressed or I'm, I'm looking for guidance for um, a really interesting book I can read or I really need to get away from it all. And then two days later, three days later, uh, you know, up pops a, a post on social media about a holiday by the sea or a, a book or something comes through your letterbox and it's it's direct marketing or you get a cold call or you get um, a random text message or any of that stuff, for me is not synchronicity. That's just proof that, that we're being watched. That's just proof of Big Brother. But when stuff happens out in nature and there's no explanation for it because a bird has crossed your path or an animal has crossed your path or you've seen something in the sky or in the clouds or you've heard something 
or you've just had a knowing come to you when you're by a tree or you're by the sea or you're, you know, crossing a bridge or something like that. That to me is synchronicity. That to me is our higher self, God, spirit, universe communicating with us through the beauty of of the elements, of the land, of nature, which is our bridge, which is our conduit to the divine. So my invitation to you is to start to question synchronicity when it comes at you in in a technological form. Now, I know there's some people that say, well, God, spirit, universe can, can communicate to us in many different ways. And I think that's very true. And I think possibly there was a time when we weren't being so monitored, you know, when our emails and text messages and phone calls weren't being so kind of tapped into because technology was in its infancy and was still being discovered, you know, the limits of it were still still being discovered. But in our present age, when we're living in an age of, you know, the, the birth and the creation and the acceptance of AI technology, we are no longer in an age where we can refuse to accept that technology has an immense power to control our lives, to control our shopping choices, our thought forms, um, to control our friendships, you know, down to messages disappearing on social media and emails going AWOL and spam um, filters and so on. Years and years ago, I remember talking to um, quite a well-known, a very well-known film and TV director and we were talking about a sensitive subject to do with um, conflict in the world and I had mentioned that if there are certain terms that you put into your search engine um, and those terms kind of raise red flags somewhere, I don't know where, but somewhere, you'll instantly lose your internet connection and I, I kind of had put two and two together and thought I'd made ten And this director agreed with me and said that's exactly what happens. And there was actually a very particular email provider that was known for doing that. Years later, I I organized a charity event raising money for um, victims of war in a certain part of the world. And I did most of my networking and, you know, publicizing of this event on social media because I had a really great connection of of people on social media at the time from all walks of life. And it was the easiest way to reach that many people. And I found that whenever I posted anything that um, that was close to the truth, you know, that was the stuff that people needed to know that was often unreported, that was um, that was perception changing. I'd lose access to my social media account, and I'd I'd log on, and I'd be told, "Oh, there's routine maintenance going on on your social media account." But it always coincided with every single time that I posted something that was truth, that was a kind of truth speak, and I then spoke to other people and found out that this happened to many people whenever they were, you know, doing events that were, um, say, politically contentious um, or that just kind of raised red flags. Uh, For the same event, we had created a website so people could buy tickets. um, And it was all above board. It was just a really simple website. And then people could buy tickets and everything went into like a charitable, like a charity sort of account um, on PayPal. And uh, mysteriously three days or two days before the event, the website disappeared. It just went down. It it literally disappeared. I couldn't find it. 
Um, I, I couldn't even find the kind of back end of it to do any updates. And uh, I reported this and I made phone calls and I spoke to people. And I also very kind of publicly reported it and said, this is what's happened. And then miraculously, the website suddenly appeared and I never got any explanation for why. Uh, there were other things that I discovered as well as I was doing these um, these fundraisers. You know, my information was being hacked into websites, email addresses, emails, messages were going missing to people. Um, so I was aware that there was a lot of interference. Now, you will know, I'm sure, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, that there have been bigger news stories now about how our information has been used and how it has been used to influence the way we vote, um, to influence our allegiances and our alliances, to manipulate our thinking around what's happening in the world. If you think about how we get most of our information these days, I mean, we get our information not firsthand. We get our information, it's always thirdhand. You know, we're watching it on a TV screen, we're reading it in a newspaper, or we're seeing it on the internet. Well, who's to say that the information that we're being given is 100% accurate? And yet we buy into it. You know, we buy into fear-mongering. We get told, eat this and it's good for you. Don't eat this, it's not good for you. And then three years later, we get told the complete opposite. So synchronicity, when it's coming at us from social media, from computers, from phones, from all of these things that are not connected to the divine, that do not have a direct connection to the natural laws of the universe. I believe that when synchronicity comes to us from unnatural laws, from unnatural forms of communicating, from technology, that it can no longer be called synchronicity, that it's called something other. And so I invite you to bring awareness to this, to synchronicity in your life, and to your relationship with technology. And I invite you to bring awareness to how you can start to have greater synchronicity in your life that is more in tune with the natural rhythms of the world, of our planet, um, of our system, of our solar system, um, of the land, of the elements, of the seasons, of the plants, of the animals, of the birds, and so forth. The website, again, is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Wherever you may be on your journey, I wish you much love, joy, peace and abundance. Until the next time, so it is and so it shall be.